This, this, this is straight, straight, straight out of Crumpton with your host, Greg Crumpton. Hey everyone, welcome back to Straight Out of Crumpton. I'm Tyler Kern and I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend himself. It's Greg Crumpton. Greg, good to talk to you today, man. Good morning, my friend. I hope you are uh, doing well out in the big D town. Um, I am. I am. I am. Staying healthy, staying safe. How about you? Well, I'm, I'm, uh, I told somebody yesterday I'm upright and COVID free. So uh, I count that as a victory, you know? Oh, uh, definitely. Definitely. So, I, I don't know how you could see it otherwise right now. Good point. Good point. Well, it's good to talk to you. Um, I know it's uh, middle of summer there for you guys. I know it's hotter than the heck here. And um, yep. it's, been a, it's been a good thing for the air conditioning industry, though. So no complaints. <laughs> no complaints. Keeping you busy these days, that's for sure. That's for sure. I know that, uh, you know, uh, I, I've seen our energy bill. And I know that, uh, you know, that everyone's trying to stay as cool as possible during these months. So it's, uh, it's vital. Tis the season, my man. Tis the season. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, we have another phenomenal guest coming on the show with us today. His name is Jimmy Jack. He's in, out, he's in outside sales for the Carolinas for Critical Components, Inc. Jimmy, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Greg, I think Jimmy immediately wins the award for uh, for best name on the podcast so far. Not to not to insult the names of anybody else that we've had, but but Jimmy Jack, just that that's good. Well, after this uh, hour or so, you'll you'll have a whole new appreciation for just how unique that name is that goes with that fella. Um, And Jimmy, you know, I've known Jimmy for a long time now, and his name uh, precedes him because he will meet people. Like if if we're together, he'll meet people and they'll go, oh, you're that Jimmy Jack. So it's kind of like this real cool, um, it's almost like a Chuck Norris name. But it, not it, quite. It really is. But I mean, like that's a. It's definitely. It's definitely a conversation starter. So, um, so you know, that's as, as we talk about building relationships and you know getting to know people and that sort of thing here on the podcast. Uh, I'd say that's. It, it's a good entry point. Well, it is, and and uh, Jimmy and I, Jimmy, I, I don't remember how many years we go back, but it's been a long time now. Maybe ten. Uh, ten years. Okay. Ten years. So Jimmy's a lot younger than I am, so he has that quick recall. So um, <laughs> we met in a in a fairly unique way. Uh, he was doing some work uh, on a vehicle that I needed some work done on uh, in a in a in a shop, and um, we just kind of I think immediately saw that we figured, or I, at least I figured that I needed to figure out how to work with this guy because he was really good at what he was doing. And then I found out he's really good at everything he does. Um, so, uh, Jimmy has, has been an employee of mine over the years, uh, at a couple of different entities. And, uh, he's a, a co, uh, industry, uh, colleague, uh, as well as a personal friend. So Jimmy, um, you know, as, as Tyler was saying, we, we talk about relationships and how those relationships evolve into friendships and share business interest and you know down to you know you and I both have a, a soft place in our hearts for uh, the canines of the world so you know everything we do just kind of meshes and evolves around and through each other it's got, I, I define it as like a jellyfish you know you can squeeze it over here and it gets bigger and then you squeeze it and it goes up so that's how I, I do a lot of my relationships and yours is no different and uh, I value it uh, that's why I wanted to have you on and talk about it. And 
I'd love to uh, for you to tell all of our and you know by the way we have like 27 million listeners now so we're really we're getting up there. Um, we're climbing the charts. We are with oh, a bullet. Wow. With a bullet. <laughs> we're like Van Halen in 1984. Um, oh heck yeah! Yeah. So, um, Jimmy, tell us a little bit about Jimmy Jack. How you got the name? Your background? What you do? What you like to do? And and uh, all that good stuff. How much time do we have? Um, <laughs> 47 there's, there's a minutes. Lot. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, Jimmy Jack, North Carolina, born and raised. Uh, my, my dad was in the military. So uh, I spent a majority of my life in Fayetteville, North Carolina, uh, where my dad retired from the Army at Fort Bragg. Uh, moved here to Charlotte in 98. Um, at the time, my career choice was uh, automotive electronics, car stereo, alarm systems, um, kind of morphed into car customization. And when I, when I moved to Charlotte, I got exposed to a lot of things that you don't get in a small town, like uh, football players, basketball players, guys that have a plethora amount of money to dump into their vehicles. And I took pride on working on those high-end vehicles, you know, 100 $200,000 cars. That That's was not how I met him, by the way. just want to be clear with that. I had a pickup truck. <laughs> that was my area of specialty. Um, but, you know, did that for 20 years and realized that, you know, at 16, 17 years old, 40 or 50 grand was good money. But when you hit 30, 35, 40 grand is not enough to, to raise a family and, and have nice things. So I wanted a career change, and computers was just a natural thing for me. Um, and I went back to school because uh, I was a high school dropout, so I can kind of bounce all over the place. Um, I went back to school, got my high school diploma, um, got a degree in computer and electronics communication, and uh, but was working at a truck accessory place where we were putting trailer hitches at the time, and. Uh, met Greg because we would spray in their bed liners, do uh, toolboxes and stuff like that. And saw a post on LinkedIn. I was like, hey, I know these guys. So I applied for the position, uh, knew nothing about the industry, had no idea what I was getting into. But, but I think Greg saw something in me and, and he believed in me and kind of carried me under his wing for Eight, eight years, I would say, out of the 10 years I've known you, eight years is kind of a, you've been a mentor. So that's kind of like my career path. You know, it's so uh, ironic. This morning I was talking on a panel uh, of uh, Charlotte Mecklenburg School folks, Lake Norman and Ballantyne IT group, and we were talking about careers and how, uh, how important it is to get a foundation and uh, one of those things, Jimmy, was the high school diploma, because right now the school systems are really worried about losing uh, students due to, to drop out uh, just because they won't or can't or struggle to engage on the remote distance learning. So we were talking about ways to, uh, you know, ensure that we weren't losing students due to COVID and COVID related you know, actions that the schools have to take, which are mostly not going to school. And, uh, but everything went back to that, getting that basic high school diploma. 
like you went back and got and then took off on the career. So it's really cool to hear hear that piece of it of, of how it kind of tied into this morning. Yeah, and, and you know, the interesting and and, and it wasn't I had dropped out of high school because I was failing or had bad grades. I was an A B student. Um, I was an ROTC. Um, I was, you know, I was planning on joining the Navy um, just because of my dad being military. I was structured that way, very disciplined. Um, but after my dad passed when I was 18 years old, I kind of went in another direction. But uh, my grades were good. It was the attendance, being at school. Like I could do the work. I could pass all the tests. I could. I could. I, academically, I passed. But because of attendance, they were going to fail me. So I dropped out. Well, I, I think that that's uh, kind of germane to the conversation. Again, reflecting back on this morning, you have to keep people's interest. And I was a horrible high school student. I mean, you know, my and just a little bit of quick history. My sister, you know, like 4.0 plus, like from from kindergarten through doctorate school. I don't think she made anything under 100. And then here comes me. And, you know, we went to the same schools and they're like, Jesus Christ, where did you come from? What, you know, and it was like we were had no DNA connectivity wise on our, on our uh, desire to get educated. But through uh, some technical high school programs, I was able to find something that I really liked. And, and being that I was, you know, my dad was in the industry um, I was able to latch on to that and and get through high school and then go on to do the the skilled trades uh route that I chose uh but it's really uh God it just rings so true from this morning so you said eight years that you felt like I was a mentor what what are the last two what how do you categorize where we are at now? I would say that we're we're colleagues or peers um you know it's it's you, you call me and say, hey, Jimmy, I got an idea. What do you think? Or if I have a question about something and, and it's, it's not business, it's just, it, it's, it's almost like a, me texting a buddy of mine about which fertilizer to use in my yard. Um, so so I, I feel like we confide in each other a lot of times. Well, I think that shows the, the strength of, of the relationship. And we talk a lot on here uh, about trust and, and when people decide okay, I, I feel like that, that this person or that guy or that lady I, is in my circle of trust. Uh, I love that movie, by the way, uh, The Fockers. But, um, you know, at what point, and, and I'm just reflecting back on, God knows we've done so much fun stuff and some some naughty stuff, in a good way naughty. Um, but at what point did you feel like, okay, this this guy Greg, uh, I can trust him. What, what what was the linchpin of that moment where you felt safe enough to, you know, like quit your job and come with me? How, what how did how did all that happen for you mentally? When when I walked into your office to sit down in front of you with an interview, and and you shook my hand and looked me straight in the eyes and said, you know, Jimmy Jack, and you, and you liked the name, which you know. Understand. I told you, Tyler. <laughs> but <laughs> it matters. But you said the first thing out of your mouth was, "You you know what I like about you the most out of everything that I've seen." I was like, well, "What was that?" And I was like, "You you've done a lot of shit." <laughs> I would never say that. <laughs> and, and and I was like, "I'm glad you know." Finally, somebody actually appreciates it. I was like, I felt like I had a lot of 
pretty cool skills that weren't really put to their full potential. And here I am sitting in front of somebody that's that uh, do some really cool shit out there. And I was like, man, I want to be part of this cool shit club. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, should... we're live, aren't we? We're not live, are we? We're not live, but Tyler doesn't beep anything either. Um, <laughs> we're we're a PG audience, so um, we don't get much harsher than that. So it's all all safe. But um, no, I, I really think about uh, that time and reflecting back, and we really, you know, as a company, we were doing really cool stuff. And this was uh, airtight mechanical back in the day, and um, so Jimmy, you quickly got on board and. Um, you know, what, what'd you start doing? How, what was your entry? You know, how do you, I know what it was from my perspective, but for you, how did it look after that day? And, uh, you got the, got the job and, and we agreed to work together. How, what, what was the transformation for you? How did you uh, go from that day to running a sales organization for both of the Carolinas for a very successful company uh, today. How did that happen? So when, when I started at Airtight, I had no clue of what I was getting. But when Scott, Scott Blackman, you know, also a good friend, co-worker that we've kind of worked with a lot, um, gave me kind of a test and asked me a few questions and it just clicked. Uh, like, like I've seen this before. And, and in, I started digging into it, and the, and the more and more I'd learn about what we did, the, the more intrigued I was, the more I wanted to learn, the, the more I wanted to get my hands in there and, and, and turn a wrench and change a compressor out or um, listen to all those fans powered up like a jet engine in a data center. That, that stuff really got my heart pumping. And everything I've ever done in my life, I've always wanted to be the best at it. I, I want to be known like, you know, Jimmy was probably one of the greatest car, custom car stereo guys on the East Coast. And, and that still stands to this day. Jimmy Jack, the man, the myth, the legend in, in the car stereo world. But when I came into the mission critical world, I, I was a, an idiot for probably like the first two years. <laughs> and that's a little and, harsh. I would say underexposed <laughs> maybe. But I was like, I, I was like, I'm going to get this. I'm going to do whatever it takes. And and a lot of times it was being on a construction site overnight saying, you know, God, this is horrible. But at five o'clock or six o'clock in the morning when you're leaving that site and the job is complete and you're like, man, this is cool. Shit. Um, it, it's, and now here we are 10 years later and, and the customers that I cut my teeth on are calling me because they know me as the APC guy. Uh, they, 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 a lot of times they don't know what company I work for. They remember me as the APC guy that used to work at Airtight. And that was eight years ago, well, maybe six years ago. And they're still calling me, asking me if I'm still the APC guy. And I'm like, yeah. Well, I think that that, that speaks boldly for yourself. You know, we, we've said before on here, um, your, your company name can be replaced. It's usually a patch that you sew onto your shirt, but the name Jimmy Jack is usually embroidered into your shirt and that one sticks. And that's what people remember. So let me offer just a couple of points of clarification real quick. Uh, Jimmy mentioned Scott Blackman. Scott is, is a, a true professional in the uh, commissioning and recommissioning of, of uh, critical data centers and critical infrastructure. 
great company called SRK Sam Rocky Kellogg Innovation. SRKInnovation.com. If you if you want to check him out, he's he's a good dude. Uh, and then the APC reference Jimmy made. APC was American Power Conversion. Uh, it's still a brand. That brand was bought by Schneider Electric several years ago, and uh, so that is how Jimmy was introduced into the mission critical and data center world through that route. So just a little bit of clarification on, on some of those. Uh, we talked about acronyms before, so wanted to lay a couple out for you. Um, so, uh, Jimmy, that I, I love, I love, uh, hearing what, what impacted you. Cause you know, when you're coaching or leading or mentoring somebody, you never know how the, the receivership is on, on the other end. And so it's always cool to hear that. But um, I think that those midnights and daylights and all those uh, job outcomes that you did that were successful uh, is why people still remember you. Um, so how do you use all those relationships and, and your fond and not so fond memories of some of the crap we did project wise how does that play into your day-to-day role now with, with critical components i, I want to use the word tribal knowledge of, of of being being that same person consistent same person that you can call on when something breaks or they want to grow I'm, I'm, it's that consistent name that they can call on and basically you know i I took ownership of the Carolinas. It's like, you know, born and raised here, and I know the people here. They know me. Um, and and it's, it's, it's forming a relationship with your customers outside of just doing a job and saying goodbye and, and never coming back again. You know what? One thing, this is so trivial, but I really think this matters in, in building successful relationships is when the mobile telephone market allowed us to keep our mobile numbers wherever we went. If you're lucky enough to be able to own your own telephone number, it doesn't matter where you are. It's still the same contact information. And we're so dependent. I mean, when's the last time I used a landline to call anybody? Um, I I didn't, you know, I go to my, my, I got a clunker of an iPhone here that's got a gabillion contacts in it from years gone by. And the the company name may have changed to where that person works, but usually that cell number is still uh, still good. So I think that was uh, one little piece of technology shift that helped. Uh, and I want to say, you know, we have this, we're not big corporate people. We're entrepreneurial relationship. Um, you know, I've been with Jimmy at daylight when we finished the job, and I've been with Jimmy at midnight when we finished the job just because I'm the owner of the company or was back then, you know, we were still like all in. And um, I think just all that, that tight knitness of a group also helps build those long-term relationships because, uh, you know, I mean, I remember mornings at 3 a.m. at the Waffle House having finished a job uh, in, you know, God, the late 80s on Roswell Road in Atlanta. I remember who I had breakfast with, you know, and I'm still friends with those folks. So it goes a long way. It goes a long way. Yeah, you never forget a job. You, you remember every detail about it. 
Well, what what's wacky about our world, Jimmy, I think is, and I'm sure this is true for physicians or whatever craft you, you practice. If you're a professional and you really care about it, your job becomes a lifestyle and not a job. And, uh, you know, this is, you're either kind of like in or out. There's, there's little room for fence sitting in the mission critical world. You, you're, you're either in or out. So Tyler, I'm curious, uh, having a few minutes now of hearing Jimmy and, uh, looking at doing your research on him prior to, uh, the call. What, what, how do you, how do you view him? Cause he's a different animal than we've had on here before, um, in a good way. And I'm just curious your take on him. Uh, uh, not him, but his route. <laughs> so I, I recently read a book um, by David Epstein called uh, called Range that talked about how it is um, it, it's a good thing to learn a lot of a lot about a lot of different things, right? And, and that um, it's rare for people to be able to specialize in just doing one thing, and that it's good to have a lot of broad knowledge. It's a really interesting book, and I, I recommend people checking it out just because I think it encourages people to learn more about different things, not just the the one thing that maybe you do. Like if all I did was read about podcasting, I would be a very narrowly focused person and wouldn't be able to have real life conversations with people. And I'd probably be worse at my job. Um, and so Jimmy, from, from your perspective, do you feel like it's been beneficial for you that you've, you've had jobs in kind of different areas that you worked in that car stereo world for a while? How, you know, how has that benefited you just in terms of the relationships you've built, but also just making you a well-rounded person that's able to, to communicate on different levels with people and, and to excel at your current job? I think it's, I, I like to say like, I match the communication speed of my customer. You you uh, you kind of understand what his needs are and listen, and, and then kind of work your way into a solution or an answer for him. And I'm the kind of person that if I don't have the answer, I'm going to try to figure it out. You give me a box of a bunch of electronic components and wires and a manual, I'll try to figure out how to make it work. I'm not going to be the guy that calls somebody and says, hey, can you explain this to me? I'm usually going to try to figure out how to put those pieces together so that I can better explain it to them and teach it to them. You know, I, I like teaching people how to do things. So I think for me to learn, teaching is probably my best education. That's well said. Tyler, I'll tell you one thing that Jimmy learned. It just struck me uh, while I was thinking about our some of our past uh, experiences. Uh, we, we moved into a new office one time, into an office park that uh was a nice office and we had a lot of pride in it and we were showcasing all of our mission critical stuff you know computer room air conditioning and humidification and beautiful cable and all the stuff we were doing in the mission critical world infrastructure wise and uh when you walked in the front door there was this like a 60 inch monitor on the wall and um every night we were really careful about cutting the monitor off cutting the lights off and basically not advertising that we had this big 60 inch monitor hanging right there by the front door. <laughs> right. Well, one night, um, our cleaning crew left the light on and, um, not too many hours after that, I get a call from the police that, um, we had a, a break, you know, a break in, you know, our alarm was going off. So I go flying up there to the office. It was probably, I don't know, 15 minute drive from my house 
Well, I get there, the front door's like all the glass is gone and it's all over the carpet and that monitor is gone. I'm like, oh crap, you know, we just got broke into. So I called Jimmy. I'm like, dude, um, pull the video up and see if you can see what happened and we'll be able to share it with the police. Because we had an outdoor camera at the front door because our office was staffed by a lot of ladies and we wanted, you know, them to have the security of buzzing people in and out rather than just leaving the door open. And um, so we had a camera positioned at the front door. And Jimmy was able to pull this video up that night of these two clowns throwing this big rock through the window and uh, catching it on. We had them on tape or on, you know, disc. And um, they pulled the, it's so stupid, they pulled the whole dang uh like the mounting apparatus off the wall instead of just lifting it off the mounting apparatus would have been a lot quicker. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they forgot to unplug it and what have you. But so it's really cold outside. And um, so you see these two guys running across the parking lot with this 60 inch monitor that they just stole, which now you can buy for, you know, 49 bucks on Amazon. Um, they dropped the thing in the parking lot. So all that work, you know, put themselves at risk for a felony conviction over something they dropped in the parking lot. So talking about developing new skills, Jimmy took that video and he merged it into a, a song that I recommended that we put it to music uh, that was called uh, Been Caught Stealing by Jane's Addiction. And we, <laughs> and we posted that video of those two morons dropping that TV in the parking lot. So even at 3 a.m., Jimmy's willing to learn a new skill, a new skill. So that's amazing. It was Hilarious. so funny. You have the it's link still for that on the internet, break? I think. Huh? Yeah, it's still there. It's under, uh, it's I think under it's on the old airtight page. It's still there. It's pretty funny. So if you ever want any comic relief, look up airtight, been caught stealing. Oh, I'm going to do that like as soon as we're done here. I'm going to send you the link. I'll make it easy. <laughs> yes. Just send it to me and I'll, re I'll repost that to you, Jimmy. Um, just we might just have to post it as part of the uh, the show notes for this one. <laughs> yeah. it's, we, we titled it Knowledge is an Addiction. Yeah, there um, you go. Yeah, the, the website still, we've got 516 subscribers. Um, <laughs> and some of the videos, I've got 160,000 views. So that thing wow. is still floating around there. Yeah. Looking at the metrics of that as we speak. All right. So that goes to show you how multifaceted Jimmy's knowledge base is. So, all right, back on track. Sorry to take us down that rabbit hole, but I thought that was a good four minutes spent. Well, there's, good for there's more to that story here. too. All you, right. We'll you know, keep going. Keep well, going. after that, uh, that, that was the day that we had to fly out to Phoenix. So I stayed I there. And you went back and showered and got your things together. And we hopped on a plane and flew out to Phoenix. And then I think we were there for three days. And we had to fly back on the red eye to do uh, like an open house at the office the next day. <laughs> That's right. So we come walking in there. It was the Redwood. Uh, lighting. Yeah. Yeah, the LED and, and lighting. We, we came in there. You and I in the in like five days probably had a total of four hours of sleep <laughs> and, and we came in like we just left a, a rock cocaine binge because our eyes were bloodshot i'm sure we smelled awful 
Uh, it was just speak for yourself, buddy. It, it was well. I mean, it's just <laughs> we just came right off a plane, you know. So you smelled like you've been traveling. I forgot about fuel. that that uh, half of it. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, and then so I think after that it was like, "What are you doing? I'm I'm going home and going to sleep." I <laughs> like so I think we we were done. That was that was a long week. No doubt. All <laughs> things to dumb criminals. So, all right. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, my brain's like on overload with all these cool stories. So tell, tell me, uh, what job, Jimmy, do you feel like impacted a, a client the most that is one of your like go-to people now, or may, may have retired, but what was an impactful moment with you, with a customer, regardless of where you were working, uh, that, that you like, okay, I get this client and they get me and we're going to be together. Was there, was there like a, a keystone event that happened for you as a, as a provider? Oh yes. Um, and I, I don't know if I'm allowed to mention their name, but it, it is a big company, um, in the care. I don't know. Actually, I think across the nation and I was working with the IT director to build this data center and we had a solution and it was a bid job. We were bidding against the competitor and we weren't the low bidder. So they were going to, where were you other. working at this time? I was working at airtight. Okay. Okay. So they called me and says, you know, I, I think the decision is going to be made to go with another one. And I was like, hold on, just give me one more chance to, and let's, let's review this because I didn't put the solution together. It was a, being that it was an enterprise customer, we had a solutions team that put the solution together to build the data center, which automatically builds a build of materials, includes all the equipment and stuff it gets, so you know how to price it. I was reviewing it line by line, and this is probably a 300 line item page with him. And I was like explaining every part and piece that's included in that bill of materials. And I says, I was honest with him. I was like, I don't really think you need this. I don't think you need this. Um, we, we took about $40,000 off of the price savings just by removing additional things that I felt were unnecessary for the customer to give him the best thing that he needed. And I think he respected that and cut us a PO. And I was there when the equipment was delivered. I was there helping take the equipment out. I was there helping install it. I was there when it came time to teach him how to do it. So from, and, and I heard this term, it sounds kind of weird, soup to nuts. And I was trying to think of what kind of nuts do you got in soup? But <laughs> I've from, never from the, that either. But from the time that the customer reached out to a company and says, hey, I need help building this. And they brought me in and says, this is the guy that can help you with everything. And I had the freedom to do what I needed to do to get the job done. And I think it was a relatively smooth job with no hiccups. That That's really cool. And, you know, I think when I hear what you said and how you described that, um, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of like a neutral Steve Jobs fan, but I think Jobs has been quoted over the years as saying, you know, my job is to hire smart people and let them tell us how to do their job and not the other way around. And I think that that it was demonstrated to you, uh, you know, you've got the company, you know, all of our support, but we don't we don't know what you know. So we can't tell you how to do your job. We just want to support you and help you get better at it. And um, I think that that, that kind of uh, flexibility um, 
and, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, I hate the word, but authority to be able to say yes or no in front of the customer rather than, well, I got to go call, you know, Suzanne and ask her if I can do that. Um, you got to have that flexibility and that goes back to trust, you know, um, we, th this morning on the phone call or on that panel discussion, um, we were talking a, a little bit about people not going back to their jobs, um, you know, in a physical way and working from home and understanding school and balancing all that. And I was just sitting there thinking, you know, as a, as a leader of a department group or a team of people, you really have to be able to trust that, uh, and, and I've seen this proven over the last eight months or whatever we've been in house arrest. Um, people perform at a level to me, they're committed wherever they are. And I, I would hate to have the burden of worrying if, you know, if, if Tyler was on my team and I had responsibility for helping him, I would not want to, have the role of sitting around worrying if Tyler is screwing off on Facebook or not at two in the afternoon, <laughs> you know, I mean, because I don't think your relationship's strong enough. If you're at that point, if you don't trust and as a, you know, I, I, I tell people all the time, I, I turned 56 years old in July and over the last 40 years have, you know, certainly had a metamorphosis of how I think about and how I trust and how I learn, uh, but watching people who are committed to the cause uh, and, and have proven themselves, you, you shouldn't have to worry about if they're on Facebook or not. If they're on Facebook, I don't really care because at 10 o'clock that night, they might be working on that proposal when the kids go to bed. It's all about output and quality to me and um, not, you know, how many, how many smiling faces are looking at me over the cubicle wall. So I don't know. Uh, I, I just always go back to that trust when you deliver, you know, and Jimmy, I, I think about you at a hospital down on the coast of North Carolina uh, that you built out and, and what are, I mean, we sat in the conference room for a little while. Uh, I think I got up to get a drink. I came back in and you had a PO for the whole deal. And, um, you know, we had that demo room that we, we used a lot. And when people, when, when you were able to articulate what we could do and as you just got through reiterating, you're not handing them off to somebody, you know, you, when you design it, you go through it with them, you price it, you explain it, you receive it. It's on the site. You, you watch it get assembled and or participate. And then you're there for the training and turnover. I mean, what else could you want with a, with a service provider? You know, that's, that is, you know, I, I never did get the soup to nuts thing either, but, um, <laughs> I call it womb to tomb. So, um, really con congrats for you for, for having the, the drive and the compassion and the, uh, all those good adjectives that, that create good feelings with people. Cause it, it certainly paid off for you and I've enjoyed watching you, uh, develop and, and watch what you do now is, is just really cool. And I'm, I'm proud that you're where you are and that, uh, you get to do what you get to do. Cause I know you love it. 
and oh, uh, I it's, love it. <laughs> it, it, I'm excited to, to watch your next chapter as uh, you make the Carolinas blossom again under uh, the Critical Components banner. Thank you, Greg. And thank you for allowing me to wear multiple hats and the freedom to do what I need to do at Airtight. I mean, I think that's those were fun times. Well, I, I was reminiscing recently. We lost a friend of ours uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, Mr. Don Clow, who was a, a good friend and an industry colleague as well. And, uh, you know, Dan, uh, Santa Lucia and I were reminiscing and we thought about you and, and just some of the good times we had at that company, you know, a little side project we had, but just good stuff. Um, proud of you, proud of Maggie and the baby and all that good stuff. So Tyler, I think before I get overly sentimental, you should like put a bow on this puppy. <laughs> well, I will put a bow on this puppy, but, uh, but again, yeah, it's been a, an absolute blast uh, having Jimmy Jack on the podcast today. Um, so Jimmy, thank you so much again for joining us and for, um, sharing your experiences and, and, and talking about, uh, your career and how relationships have had an impact on that. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And Greg, uh, we'll be back soon with more episodes, right? Man, I can't wait. I was, I was just doing a little bit of, uh, looking at the calendar uh we've got some really cool people coming uh that are you know signed up already for the next few weeks so we're going to have some mm -hmm. uh more uh you know quality folks who i think are quality people that uh get what we're doing and appreciate what we're doing and um thank you for if you took time to listen to this or any of our other stuff uh on the on the you go to gregcrumpton.com uh, marketscale.com you can find this pretty pretty much either one of those or uh, and jimmy uh reminding us of the uh, uh knowledge is addictive video so have a have a look at that <laughs> yeah go have a go have a good look at that and uh yeah again make sure gregcrumpton.com uh, marketscale.com or searching straight out of Crumpton on Apple Podcasts or Spotify will uh, will lead you to these episodes and more as well. So you can go back, listen to previous episodes, subscribe and make sure you get the latest episodes right there on your device. And uh, of course, we'll be back with those episodes that we're excited about. But until then, he's Greg Crumpton. I'm Tyler Kern. We'll talk again soon.